News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, starting pay well below minimum wages is turning people off apprenticeships and may lead to greater staff shortages in building related sectors. That's according to Connect Trade Union. Uh, Assistant General Secretary of that trade union, Brian Nolan. What is the general pay raise, uh, range for apprenticeships, uh, Brian? Good morning, Shane. Yeah, um, the rates for apprentices would vary. I mean, the more regulated uh, areas like construction, they're just under €7, Euro, due to go up to €7.03 Euro and three cents in the S- new year. €7 Euro an hour. Yeah, €7 yeah. Euro an hour, yeah. yeah. And for uh, electrical apprentices who'd be paid a bit more, they're still only paid €8.45 per hour in their first year. Okay, you're saying that is acting as a deterrent for people? Well, well, absolutely, because they're the more regulated industries. So if you imagine industries where they don't have uh, union representation or don't have a collective agreement, they may well be paid even less than that. And what we're fearful of as well is that employers who are seeking some of the new apprenticeships, and in fairness to the government, they are promoting the uh, creation of new apprenticeships across various industries. There is a fear that while the minimum wage allows for apprentices to be paid below the national minimum wage, employers may use this as a vehicle to circumvent the uh, national minimum wage. So at our motion to our BDC, our delegates conference two weeks ago, we passed a motion to pursue changes to the national minimum wage on behalf of all apprentices. Okay, just to, just to play devil's advocate in this, because look, absolutely we need more apprenticeships, there's no doubt about sure. that. But like, my apprenticeship was, you know, five years in college. I didn't get paid a cent during that apprenticeship. Never mind yeah. 280 euros a week. Yeah, I'm very like you're learning. Like you can't expect to be on a full whack of money when you're when you're learning the ropes. Well, it's, it's like compare, comparing apples and oranges. I mean, like a student will, will look at their circumstance and say, "I have student fees and I have various different costs, and I've to commit for five years." And we accept that. But the apprenticeship is considered by us anyway as the uh, alternative degree program for for okay, workers yeah, who need to earn while they learn. So and they doing. Does, that, does that not? Have, sorry, and I don't mean to cut across. And I will let you make a point. Does that not confirm my point, Brian? No, well, that's what I was going to say. When the individual takes an apprenticeship, they take up a contract of employment, and they begin working. The bulk of their work, eighty percent, they learn in the workplace. Very little of it's done at a third, uh, a third level facility. And when they go to the facility, they have to pay student charges. They can't get access to Susie. They have to pay tax, they pay PSI, they pay yeah. USA on everything they earn. A lot of students can't get access there. to Susie now. No, that's true. But at the same time, there's not an employer making money off their back for the five years either. And any, it would be comparable with those students that are full-time, perhaps taking a job in a restaurant, uh, saying that because they're in college, they have to be paid below the minimum wage. And that's the point we're making. And I don't think that would be reasonable either, that just because somebody takes a job, they should be paid below the minimum wage. So that's why we're arguing the apprentice should be paid at least minimum wage, um, not be undermined. And in fairness, even with our last topic, these guys and girls paying tax and PSI and USE does help combat the other issues we have in society in terms of pensions and so forth, if they're contributing from day one. Yeah, no, it does, although you'd be paying pretty little tax now on the minimum wage, in fairness. Well, you know, they say, mind the pennies and the pounds to look after themselves, and, and we're very much of that ilk. I mean, I don't think any apprentice earn a massive money, but they still contribute to society. Okay. Uh, any prospect of this changing? What, what, are you, what are you hoping for? Well, we're, we're launching a campaign. We're going to uh, try and tackle the uh, National Minimum Wage Act, for sure. We're going to have to take that to, to government and, and look for an amendment to the bill. Um, we're going to rally the apprentices. We're going to um, 
reach out to industry as well and see what their appetite is to change it because the the obvious uh, reaction which we have gotten from we sent out some feelers is that employers need this to rise at the same time. Employers don't want to be disadvantaged by them paying more for one category of worker where their competition pay less. So I think the impetus is uh, for the whole industry to support raising the national minimum wage uh, for apprentices by an amendment to the Act. So we will be looking for support from industry on this as well. Brian Nolan, Assistant General Secretary of the Connect Trade Union. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. Let us know what you think. Is Brian right? Do you disagree? 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.